Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It is National Bat Day. Feels like that's too soon. The panel is back. Janine, Frankie C, you're both here. Janine, let's start with you. Too soon for Bat Day, no? Too soon. Too soon. I feel like if this were a Mets game, Frank, we'd all be excited about Bat Day, but today, <laughs> not so much. Usually I look forward to the annual Bat Day. I have my Bat Day decorations. But uh, not this year. No. I cannot believe oh this, but it is true. It is trending right now, right there. You can see number five, Bat Appreciation Day. And now let's just leave this here before everybody starts getting crazy. I know the story of some dude in China ate a bat and now everybody's dying could not be true. Somebody said that uh, the pangolin ate the bat and then the people ate the pangolin and then maybe that was it. Now there's a new theory that says that uh, some intern dropped a vial, he got it, and then it got everywhere. I don't know what's that, true or what's that not. That sounds like a superhero movie or something. It does, doesn't it? Did you? <laughs> That's the latest Spider-Man. theory, though, that some, in, that some intern contracted this first, and it literally spread from one person. Are they going to let interns handle something like that? Doesn't it feel like there are, having been an intern myself, and having been in an industry that relies heavily on interns, don't you feel like some industries shouldn't be allowed to have interns at all? Yeah, you have to hire experienced people <laughs> or people that are going to be paid to do this job. You can't hire someone that can give two shits about being there. Yeah, I just feel like, what's that? Uh, what's the term that they use in like a plumbing and all that? What do they call that? Something Smith? Apprentice? Apprentice, Apprentice. there you go. Apprentice. Well, what do they think it's a blacksmith? Maybe I, was, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, You're an idiot. <laughs> an apprentice. We should have apprentices in a lot of position in a lot of industries where you just watch from a distance for a little while. And I feels like maybe in any sort of laboratory, whether it's a virology laboratory or whatever, but maybe in a laboratory setting, interns shouldn't be messing with the vials at all. Right? Agreed. I mean, even with like. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of doctor shows, but they're not interns. They're like experienced people that they let into the, like the surgery. Right. They're but like that close residents. to being a doctor. Residents. residents yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, they're that close. When I just gave birth in November, a resident came and asked. You asked, had another baby in November? <laughs> man. Forget he asked quarantine's he messing watch. with me. Who the, said, re- the resident? Yeah. And I said, sorry yeah not sorry <laughs> i had that too i had that too the doctor came in and goes i have an intern a resident here could he come in and examine your wife i said are, are you effing crazy <laughs> saying, get away from me right now <laughs> not oh. today buddy not today, not today at today. all i just don't not know today. why yeah i don't understand where bad appreciation day comes from and it feels like this is all way too soon to be to be doing this and look at the this one tweet is hysterical you might be victorian if you really know how to celebrate bad appreciation day <laughs> look at the lord what is that is that 
That is an outfit. It's like, what, what happened in Victorian times that this is how mm. they, you know. There's some weird stuff going on back then. Look at this one. I hope nobody ever invited this person to a party. That's, that's you know what, though? This could have been, this could be all out of context. This could be, I mean, some kind of costume party. We don't know. No. Okay. It's just a bunch of weirdos then. It's a bunch <laughs> of weirdos. Look, whoever invited this person to a party, don't invite Maggie. She's a weirdo. Mm. She's got horns on her head. She's, horns will do it. She's getting swiped. It's a costume. Tinder. It's like a Halloween party. And it's problem. weird. And it's just weird that Bad Appreciation Day is trending when we're pretty sure that however way this thing came about, there's a good possibility it came from bats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't know for sure, but that's the going theory, I guess. Still, look at this friggin' thing. And, the, and people are like, oh, look how cute. Does that look cute to you? Does that look cute? Mm. If that came running at you, I, you would squish it as hard as you could with whatever you have close by. I would scream, definitely. Bad appreciation day. Come on, people. You know what it is? We never licensed anybody to officially name a day. And who's coming up with these things? People realize anybody could do it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's it's the wild, wild west when it comes to naming. Can we declare an official day? Yeah, go ahead. Do whatever you want right now. Yes. Oh. We got to come up with a good appreciation day. Like tomorrow, Saturday. You're on a podcast. You're in front of a camera. You have every right to do whatever you want. Whatever you want. April 18th. Yeah. <laughs> no law stopping me yet. Yeah. Uh, April 18th is tomorrow. I say we name it National uh, Lucky Charms Day. Oh. I'm looking at a thing of Lucky Charms. I'm sorry. That's taken. <laughs> I, I bet you there already is a National <laughs> Lucky Charms Day. Probably. I don't know. What else could it National Metallica Day? Oh, oh that's taken too. You've got to get that's more hobbies. You gotta, we got to open you up a little bit. During quarantine, I doubt it. Not, Not during happen. quarantine, but Janine, don't we don't we need to get Frank a little bit more cultured, a little bit more? I am plenty cultured. I, I I don't know. I feel like you're in, and and not just you. I don't want to pick on just you, but there's a lot of our friends that we know that you guys are just like you will never stray out of your lane, like ever. That's not true. You don't think I so? Stray. You stray? Yeah. With? I like other things. <laughs> like what? Hmm. I like TV. What? Like uh, compared to what? Like I like Metallica. Sure. I was like, I was like, check I like out. I was like, check out Rocket Man. You'll love it. It's critically acclaimed. He's like, meh. Yeah. It was, all right. <laughs> it was okay. It was. But if James good. Hetfield walked into great. the middle of a scene, you'd be like, this movie was killer. This is good. I like Elton John I'll ever since. <laughs> Not he was John. in that uh, that thing on Netflix about uh, what, what's his name, the serial killer. Oh uh, yeah, the guy who uh, Mason Man- Manson. Not Manson, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy everybody thought was really good looking. Oh uh, yeah, the, the serial killer, the Manson guy in California. No, not Manson. Oh, all right. um, I don't know his name, but he killed like a lot of people. Oh, and Hetfield was—he was like a cop in that. He was a cop. He was yeah. actually, I thought he was actually good. He did, a, you know, he's only in like two scenes, but he was good. What a surprise. Frank thought mm. the Metallica guy was good in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you I a like question. I like other things. Okay. All right. Let me ask you a qu- fair question. This is a fair question. Yeah. Do you think it's possible 
to discover another band that you will love as much or more than Metallica? Um, not at the moment, only because... See, you're not open I, to new things. No, I could, but only because I've known... I've been a huge fan of Metallica since I'm like 12. I can't, you know, imagine investing uh, 30 years into uh, another band and being like following, you know, you know, all the trivia about them. <laughs> that was like whole... But if you but but what I'm saying is is you're closed off because if you if you were open you'd be like, "Of course, like that there could another band could come along and I could love them just the same if not more as I love Metallica." But the thing is, if another band comes along, they'll be new and they won't be. I mean, Metallica is, is like almost 40 years old. Right. So there's so much behind them. If a new band come out, they'd be new. They'd have one album. I would think it was great, probably. But I'd still have Metallica as my, my band. Let me try, Janine. Janine, do you think you could love somebody as much or more as you love Britney Spears? Be honest. Oh, see? It's not as easy. Um, I think you guys are crazy. It's very easy. No, it's not. Well, I feel like... Do you think, Anthony, you could love someone more than you love Dominica? Yeah, but you're talking about the significant other is different than a band to love. Of course I can. Is it? And the answer is yes. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, I, I mean, I, no, like, I, but that's the thing. You're picking bands and musicians the way you're picking husbands and wives over here on this side of this side of the no, screen. No, I'm not. <laughs> I screwed that up the front. I think it's this. Yeah, that's this side. Yeah. These two um, over here are the problem. Um, no, well, you're, you're, go ahead, Janine. Brittany is now old. Right. So it's time for someone else take over so i feel like if there's someone like her well could be like a long time could be like the person could be like whatever i don't think that frank would ever give up the mantle of i don't think frank is open enough to be like i am you know what these guys are really good i gotta you know i like these guys i just looking at the musical landscape nowadays i like the music that came out of this era so it's not like something new if something new came out and i liked it i'd be like oh this is so good this is so good but my favorite is probably always going to be metallica okay karen whatever makes you comfortable boomer (laughs) boomer how's your are you are you filling your medications all your medications (laughs) being filled are you getting to the early bird specials how old are you (laughs) I'm starting to regret uh, agreeing to this today. I like the national people that came out of all days. <laughs> of all days. Of all days. How let's, could you do? Yeah, let's not fight today. But that what you said was very old manish. What you just said just now. I no, like. I like the music uh, from this genre, and uh, that's if another band came out in this genre that was better than Metallica. I don't know. I mean, to find better than they came out with a, with a it's better not better. Or, I'm not 10, saying like they have out, better you know? sales. I'm just saying, are you Comparable. open? Are you open to listening and, and, and like digging a new band the way? Yeah, absolutely. You, you told a beautiful story on this podcast. So your brother came in and was like, you got to hear this song and you listened to it and you fell in love with Metallica. And it was a lovely story. That was a, that was a moment in my life. Yeah. That changed my life. Right. 
But really? What yeah. my point is is you're not Aww. open to that moment again. If your brother came back into the room again and was like, Frank, this you gotta hear, I don't think that you would be as open to it. what I'm saying is is I'd you, be open to it. Eh, would you? But but I, when that happened, it was you know, I was a, a kid and it was like my formative years and I was just just, you know, discovering other things. And this was introduced to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 12 years old. You were discovering girls, penis, Metallica. Uh, Wait, what do you mean? Playboy? I don't know. Your own. I think she means your own. No, I mean, yes, you were. Own. No, what I'm saying is I was, you know, for, it was my former impressionable years, I get look I, I was look yes we, I'm impressionable at that age we all as, love you know, we you all are. love our high school bands we all love that if you ask there's that old saying if you ask anybody what the greatest SNL cast is they're all gonna say whoever the our answer is going to be whoever was in you know the cast during their high school years that, yes of course but the point is is you're not why why are you still shut like why do you shut down now and, and just look back at that as opposed to being open to the idea of maybe something else could come along that could possibly be better not, or that you would enjoy more than metallica and you might miss it because you're all sitting there worshiping the metallica i'm not missing it i will listen i will always love the music that metallica makes but if Another band came along and made great music. I would appreciate them too. It's, I don't know. They're always, it's reliable. The music hasn't changed. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a list of the most popular foods that Americans are ordering under quarantine by state. And I feel like. Uh, whoever wrote this article in the Daily Meal tried really hard, maybe did like 10 or 11 states, and then let an intern finish out the rest oh, of the definitely. list. <laughs> whoever reads the last half of an article anyway. I mean, seriously. And with this one in particular, you have to really uh, scroll pretty hard. Case in point, the first, the first state that's listed, Arizona, apparently they're ordering French fries. Now, have you ever in your life just ordered French fries? No. That's a side. It's usually with a bunch of other things. You know? Yeah, that's a side dish. Um, Definitely. So that makes no but sense. But I guess that's consistent. Like, in other words, if you're ordering a burger, you're going to get French fries. If you're ordering a steak sandwich, you're going to get French fries. Right. So the common theme, I guess, is French fries. It's French fries, but it's kind of a loophole. It's kind of a bust. In California, they are ordering chicken tikka masala, which is not only delicious, but also really fun to say. <laughs> tikka masala. Yeah. I'm surprised it's like, not healthier in California. Like some avocado I'm not salad. I'm sure what that is. Chicken tikka masala? There we go. His That's because you're not again. open to new experiences. <laughs> yes, I am. I want to know. It's Indian food. Yeah, it's Indian okay. food. It's delicious. I'm sure I, I'd love it. Did I, you ever have? I was on a chicken tikka masala run like two years ago. Like nobody's bit like you read about in the papers. It was intense <laughs> with jasmine rice. I don't think I have a place around me that, that has this. That has Frank, I will find you one and I will send it Please to you do. later. Yeah. Okay. I would love it. I'd love to try it. It's chicken tikka masala. There's always, uh, you well, know. Well, do you like spicy or no? 
Yes. Do you like curry? There's curry yeah, in that's it. That's another thing. Uh, I could try it. I don't know if, it, if it's in, if it's been in something that I've had. I'm not aware of it. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm not in love with curry dishes, a lot of curry dishes, but chicken tikka masala, for whatever reason, I, that I, that goes down without a problem. That's what she said. That's right. She did say that quite often. <laughs> in Colorado, they're ordering carne asada fries, which is just, you know, like nachos, but just on top of fries, which I always call Irish nachos. That's basically... When you replace oh, the nacho okay. with, a, with a potato. So that's kind of a thing. Uh, they're doing burrito bowls up in Connecticut. Florida is French fries. And here's one issue. Now, this might be stereotypical. You might call me bias. But even Frank pointed this out pre-show. In Georgia, the number one thing is pad thai. And that's a, that's a shocker right there. There seems to be an alarming number of southern states that I have uh pad thai down as the most ordered like that's not what i would assume now this is a new yorker thing of all three of us being from new york we feel like you can't get a decent cup of coffee a decent bagel or decent chinese food or pizza anywhere (laughs) outside of new york so we have to put that disclaimer out there to begin with but i'm surprised that we saw pad thai listed on a bunch of southern states yeah kentucky is one of them there too um i I like it though because it's again it's (laughs) open-minded look at that look how much i I love open-mindedness wow michigan is another pad thai here's another one i don't believe this is bs in iowa a poke bowl like in iowa come on how good I don't know. Now this relies on fresh fish, and it's not like you can't get fresh fish in Iowa. But there's when you don't have an ocean near you, a poke bowl being your number one thing, I find that hard to believe. Hmm. Yeah, that could be rough. Here's here's this is fake news. There's Frank's Kentucky pad thai. I miss Chinese food. I miss Thai food. Oh, so do I. They're all closed by me. Janine, are all the Chinese food places closed by you? You know what? I don't know. We're not Chinese food people, so. Really? How could you not be Chinese food people? Because I prefer Pad Thai. <laughs> okay, is, is the local Thai Asian fusion place near you? Uh... Um, I have to say, I have not found one that's up to par. So Up to your standards. Exactly. Your Pad Thai standards. All right, the savages this is who, a weird one. who live in Go Maine. Ahead. The savages who live in Maine... Their number one thing is cheese bread. They can't even put some sauce on this and have it be a pizza like a normal person. <laughs> They're just ordering cheese bread. Cheese bread. Hey, that's weird because their Maine is like a big seafood Lobster. town. Yeah, stick yeah. to the stick to that. Um, the bacon, egg, and cheese is the most popular thing in Maryland. That doesn't even look like a good bagel. That looks like a Dunkin' Donuts bagel right there. Right. Also, thank you guys for not pointing out that I called Maine a town. <laughs> I didn't notice because Maine is a town. Yeah, I thought so too. They're lucky we call it a state. In Massachusetts, they're eating burrito. That's see, that's quarantine food right there, my friend. Load it all up. Let's get gassy together. Let's make it happen. (laughs) Here comes that quarantine duty again. Okay. Nothing better being stuck together inside than something that'll blow your colon out. Seriously. And here we go again. Pad Thai in Michigan. Like, I just don't even. Like no, New York, 
San Francisco, you know, areas where there's a high concentration of people that enjoy this food, you would think that these things would be topping the list, but it's not even. Are we to believe that in in Minnesota, garlic non bread is the most popular delivery item? Who the hell knew you could even get that delivered in the first place? And again, this seems like an appetizer. No. Nobody's sitting there going like, oh, I'm going to get some non bread for dinner tonight. In Missouri, <laughs> in Missouri, crab rangoon. Again, this is an Asian appetizer. That's weird. Like, are you for real? Oh, crab rangoon. No. How is it that here in New York, where we have the best, you know, Asian fusion, Chinese food, Thai food, everything, I can't. They, we can't keep a place open. But down in Missouri, there, there, there's an embarrassment of riches when it comes to crab rangoon that they're ordering it so much. I can't wait to see what is the number one food in New York. Um, I looked at it, but I forgot. I'm just, I'm devastated by the crab ring. I friggin' love crab rangoon <laughs> so much. I miss it so much. Do you know that we, I, I went, when I went to the store that the uh, week or two ago, whenever the hell that was, time's a joke. Um, I got frozen crab rangoon because both of the places near me are closed. So we got frozen crab rangoon. It sucked balls it was terrible how'd you do it in the oven yeah it was like it was in the freezer section like if you go you know how they have like the seafood freezer section which i rarely ever go to because we have fresh seafood here all the time um i was just like perusing in there and i was like let me get this because i'm so in the mood yeah i was perusing i like that i was i'm fancy with my crab rangoon and my perusing it's it's hard (laughs) it's hard to uh get a good frozen food that was fried yes when something's fried it's hard to eat it after it's been frozen it really is so we have a bunch of crab meat that we never made for this crab meat dip thing that we were gonna do and we got some cream cheese we're a scallion away the next time we go on a trip and get some scallions (laughs) once we get we already have the wrappers the wonton wrappers to fry it in we are a scallion away from homemade crab rangoon my friends it's gonna be amazing wonton wrappers yeah, I got wonton wrappers. You know why? Just the essentials during quarantine, I guess. Do you know why? Why? Because you're open-minded. Things. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got there as soon as I said why. You're close. You're in. You're in Lucky Charms aisle and the hot dog aisle. I am in the international <laughs> foods aisle, my friend. Open. Old to reliable baby. <laughs> Lucky Charms. See now, Nevada chicken teriyaki bowl. That I could believe. I, you know, Where? in Nevada. Okay. Because there's a lot of yeah. killer food in in Nevada, the, in the Strip, and even off the Strip, they they got a lot. Of, they got a good scene. There's a good scene over there. Now I have a feeling all of that chicken teriyaki is coming out of the buffets. Probably. I never made a chicken right teriyaki. Up. I haven't liked, so I got no problems here. Um, That's true. New York is. This might be a surprise to you. I would assume. As a, what would what would you think the New York would be? Pizza. Pizza. Uh, right? Like everybody, like it's the go-to. Pizza. It's the only thing that we're actually still ordering and getting delivered. Uh, New York is jerk chicken. Right? That this this list is me. bullshit. It's just. It's, I can't even name a place that makes it. Yeah. I mean, That's fake news. I know. <laughs> I know there's good jerk chicken around. I know people are eating, you know, jerk chicken, but more than pizza? Like. No. No. Nope. Look Sorry. at this. They I mean, that's, 
They didn't even give a shit enough to count Jersey. They're like, I don't know, chicken sandwich. Who cares? Let's move on to the next <laughs> one. Doesn't How even matter. Jersey? Forget it. Pizza wasn't on any of these lists, right? No, I, I haven't seen a States. pizza yet. You're right. I haven't seen a pizza yet. That is weird. Something's off about this list. These North Carolina nachos look pretty damn good, though. Doesn't mm. that look good? Oh, I can go for nachos. God, I could. I meet you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing over there, Jane? That's what you sounded like. That's like what that is. Uh, I did not. I could go for some nachos. Just being open-minded. That's <laughs> there <all>. you go. <laughs> In Oklahoma, we are to believe that the spicy tuna roll is being ordered the most. Like, I mean... In Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, are the we, wind blows. Are we being terrible, biased New Yorkers, or is this just absolutely crazy? It's crazy. Like, okay, just... here, fried chicken in Oregon. Like, again, I wouldn't, like, in Oregon, I would assume maybe more seafood. They're right on the water. You know what I'm saying? Like, North Atlantic cod or some crazy thing like that. You know, something that's local to them. But Wait, fried chicken in what? Oregon? What was Oklahoma's thing? It was uh, some uh, sushi roll? Spicy tuna roll. Spicy tuna roll. It, correct me if I'm wrong. Is Oklahoma landlocked? I, I think it's landlocked, right? No, I got to go to Google mm. Maps. I believe Oklahoma is landlocked. But it, no, it's close to... It's the panhandle with Texas, no? Mm, could be. I'm not Let's sure. See. I'm but, looking it up now. Hang on. I think I'm pretty sure it's landlocked. Right it next is. to Texas. Yeah, it's above Louisiana. Texas. And, yep. Okay, it's above Texas. So tuna is the number one thing there. Yeah, spicy oh, tuna. Okay. I can kind of see uh, because you mix tuna, like that gets mixed up and that could probably be easier to Yeah, but it to has ship. to be sushi grade. It has to be like top quality tuna. Right. Right, but you, but I mean, you, there's spicy tuna rolls in in Seven Eleven and in gas stations. You know what I mean? So, but this is true. Even more to that point, which is like, is that what they're ordering? Like, to, like, like gas station style. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the most ordered thing in Oklahoma. That's disgusting. In According Pennsylvania, here, yeah, whoever wrote this is from Pennsylvania, clearly, because they got mm. this one right. The cheesesteak. And that should be the most popular thing <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Makes sense. Hot dogs in Rhode Island make sense. Um, South Carolina, they gave French fries. Okay, again, Tennessee, Pad Thai. What the hell? Pad Thai, baby. I mean, it's like they literally took a bunch of stuff. There, mu there must be, I wonder if there is a chain or something, but there must be one hell of a Pad Thai belt down there in the South that through all the... It's news to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah really that's what's happening man pad thai it's the wave in texas. of the new, new future i mean i love it i listen i love pad thai more than anything i'm dying for some pad thai i feel oh, like I go for that i feel like lo mein is the poor man's pad thai oh yes hey don't crap on lo mein i like mm -hmm. lo mein. i love lo mein but i mean come on when you have an option it's a little bit more for that pad thai but when you have the option are you going for lo mein you're on your deathbed. They roll in a tray. There's lo mein on the left and pad thai on the right. It's your last meal. Which one are you eating, Frankie C? Those are my only choices, lo mein and pad thai. Right, what did I say? That's the only thing on the tray, on the deathbed, in the hypothetical hospital. In Tennessee. Uh, yeah. there, what's in the lo mein? Keep in mind, you're in Tennessee. <laughs> I'm in Tennessee. Well, then pad thai, because 
That's the low main. That's the Pad Thai capital of the world, apparently. Janine, Pad Thai or Pad Thai all the way. Yeah, it's not even close. No, there's it's, no question. And and I feel like we we're we've all been. You are going to get some comments on that on yep. that coffee that sip. Slurp. People are going to eat you up, eat you alive. Hashtag Janine slurp. Seriously. <laughs> there really is that hashtag. <laughs> That's trending from yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Morning day. Two weeks ago. <laughs> oh. I feel like we were all eating lo mein for years. And then at one point in our lives, we discovered pad thai. Because that wasn't common like 25 no. years ago, pad thai. Not the way it is now. No, the pad thai mm. definitely kicked itself up a notch. Yeah. And now we literally, you know, we literally... We've we've just gone to a new a new level. Oh, the cheddar state, the cheddar state, Wisconsin crab rangoon. Wisconsin baby. Oh, I'm going to. I, I, that's it. Crab rangoon and pad thai. Those are the and French fries. I feel like those you, are the big ones. Do you know in those movies where they have the congressional oversight, where they have all the people come in and there's like a big deal and everybody's upset and they're all taking pictures and the, the light bulbs are popping like in the fifties. That's what we yeah. need to do to the author of this article. We need to put them <laughs> on public trial. Oh, it's the interns. It really is. Probably an intern put this together. I want to see if somebody had the balls to slap their name on this. By Madeline Buiano. Let's, let's see what Madeline. Good job, Madeline. <laughs> Wisconsin Crab Rangoon. What the hell? Yeah, I can go for some crab rangoon. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, I'm dying for just some Thai food. Thai, that's it. Yeah, just uh, I would love it. I would love it. Although, like I said, we are a scallion away from from having our own homemade <laughs> crab rangoons. If I don't I, know how you have all the ingredients for crab rangoon in your house. Right we now. have cream cheese. It's crab, cream cheese. I think it's scallions. It, it might be a couple other little things, but those are the main ingredients. I don't know how you have crab. We got we got lump crab in a can because, like I said, we were gonna make a crab dip one day, and then we just uh, got sidetracked, so we couldn't do All it. Right. Janine, do you have to go? What time is it? It is twenty minutes past the time you said you had to go earlier. <laughs> um, he didn't message me yet, guy. So yeah, should we keep going? What do you want to do here? I guess so. Should Maybe another ten minutes. Okay, let's go with uh, let's go with Doctor Phil then. Doctor Phil. Oh, good. Was on. <laughs> we don't have any Doctor Phil drugs. fans in the podcast, do we? I, no. I kind of. Well, we like... all know what you're gonna say. Oh so. well, yeah, well I like Doctor Phil. I, I like Doctor Phil. Yeah, I mean I don't have any no. pro problems with him. Well, go ahead. Play what play what he said. All right, so he was on the Ingram Angle. Which is such an awful name for a lot of these cable news shows are just <laughs> upfront with uh, Burnett. They're like, go away, stop it. We get it. You're the first show. Come up with a better name. Um, yeah, just th the news with. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah. Why did? Yeah. What point did we decide that everybody needs In to have a name? In your face with Frank. Yeah. It's like, no, <laughs> just give me the news. Stop That's it. it. So he was on the Ingram Angle last night, and he says he was revealing the health risks of the COVID-19 shutdown. 250 people a year die from poverty. 
And the poverty line is getting such that more and more people are going to fall below that because the economy is crashing around us. And they're doing that because people are dying from the coronavirus. I get that. But look, the fact of the matter is we have people dying. 45,000 people a year die from automobile accidents, 480,000 from cigarettes, 360,000 a year from swimming pools. But we don't shut the country down for that. But yet we're doing it for this. And the fallout is going to last for years because people's lives are being destroyed and so he said 250 people a year die from poverty he said that 360,000 people die in swimming pools every year that's not that's not true that's a lot of that's ridiculous that's basically (laughs) maine that's basically maine is what it is uh and the the, whole state dies every year yeah the the list the amount of people that die in a swimming pool is far. I'm, I'm trying to find it here because I had it before. But it's like yeah, swimming swimming pools aren't contagious, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. And that's the whole point is like, I don't understand. Now you have all these talking heads and they're saying all this stuff about car accident. Again, Frank, you nailed it. Car accidents are not contagious. It's the it's the X factor in all of this that changes it from every other thing that kills us as Americans, diabetes, uh, heart disease, cancer, it's all, you don't- Penis accidents. Right. (laughs) That's right below heart disease. It is. (laughs) It really, really is. I mean, I don't understand, like every, and Laura Ingram, and by the way, I'm not just dumping on her, but every one of these, asshole cable news people from CNN and Fox News and MSNBC. You can't have some... Where did the journalistic integrity go when some half an idiot comes on and is spouting garbage that you don't challenge them back in return? Like, how is Laura Laura England's response not uh, car accidents and drownings aren't contagious? That statement that you just made is asinine. Because Laura Ingram, no, I'm not gonna. I don't want to get political here. It's but, not about being political, and it's not about Laura Ingram, well, and it's not about Fox News. That, but yeah, well, but but you could make the same argument for Don Lemon on CNN, and you can make the same argument for uh, who's the short-haired girl yeah. on MSNBC. I forget her name. <clears throat> I can't. Her face bothers me though. Ma- uh, uh, Maddow, Rachel, Rachel Maddow. Maddow. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> like they're all just pushing this narrative and it's just not healthy for people to be seeing because then the the uneducated idiot sees dr phil saying this and goes oh it's dr phil he knows what he's talking about and oh, wait, what do you mean, that's it who's pushing this narrative what do you they're all put there if in case you haven't noticed but over the last two or three days the new narrative now is we're doing more health damage than good by being quarantined and that we're like I that we're causing more way more damage being quarantined than if we would just be out there letting everybody die, basically, because what happened was here's what happened. They told everybody to stay inside, which they did. They followed the rules way better than anybody thought they would do. And we went from these insanely high numbers of infection and death all the way down to here. Now, instead of just saying, good job, everybody, you did it, 
you, we, we stopped this, the spread of this thing. Now they're panicking and saying all the projections were off. Yep. I, I, I don't understand how it's a projection. It's, it's not supposed, if you it never ever has a projection been nailed to a T there's rates of change. There's all these things that can happen. Like just stand there and there's say, variables, there's variables, stand there and say, we're proud of you guys. You did it. You knocked down maybe a hundred thousand deaths to way lower than that. Great job. But instead they started backpedaling and then the media, both sides started asking questions. Why were the numbers so high? Why were the projections off? Is this why we crashed our economy? Blah, 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 this and that. Like, it's unbelievable to me that people want to sit there and talk about there's 33,000 people dead in this country from this thing. 33,000 people. We lost 3,000 people in 9-11, okay? There's 33,000 people dead from this thing right now. I don't know which, any one of these assholes, Dr. Phil, Laura Ingram, any one of them, you put them in the chair and make that decision, would you trade a good economy for 33,000 lives? None of them would take that deal. Yet they're all Monday morning quarterbacking now on the sidelines trying to be like, this is a mistake. We shouldn't have done this. Reopen our country now. So this is the narrative that's been growing over the last couple of days. I haven't seen that. I'm, I haven't seen people saying reopen the country now except for the people in charge. It's it's basically it's all Tucker Carlson did a piece two nights ago saying and I, I love I love the way he did this, that our leaders got it wrong when they don't want to make the president look bad. It's our leaders. Right. But when they do want to shit all over like they're and both sides are doing this, both sides are playing these games. But in this particular instance, it was Tucker Carlson who turned around and said our leaders got the wrong information. That's why the projections were so wrong. I don't think so, because. Your, your, your hindsight is 2020. Two weeks ago, when we didn't know what the hell was what, everybody was all on the same page to sh shut this thing down and slow it down for a little bit and see what this is. Because nobody wanted to kill you know, their, their sick old aunt by accident if they had this, this virus. We were all in the same exact boat. You know, I don't know why we're panicking now and starting to blame one another, talking about the numbers are wrong and everything else. I feel like up until this point, we've done everything basically correct. You know, right? So, what numbers are wrong? The projected. Um, yeah, Tucker Carlson. Infected? Tucker Carlson said the projections were off. The projections the of what? The information that they used to make the projections was incorrect. Projections was, for what? When to reopen? No, 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 no. How to handle? how to shut down, how to handle coronavirus overall. We had all these numbers of 100,000 deaths at minimum with mitigation and a million deaths at minimum without mitigation, and those were horrifically off. People were talking about us hitting the peak way later and it being way higher, and as it turns out- well, We're not out, done with this yet. We're not done, but the numbers are starting to curve, whether that bounces back up or not, whatever, but as of today, the numbers are starting to curve down and it looks like this is not going to be as horrific as it could possibly be. So we're not That's even good. Why is nobody saying, well, we're doing the right thing. We're doing the good job. Yes. We stopped. We're slowing. Yeah, we're lowering the curve. So nobody said like nobody. They're already starting. They're already starting with. Why did you do this? Why did you do? And by the way, I said this 
three weeks ago. I said, if this is successful, they're all going to turn around and all the people in the media are going to turn around and shit on this. Be like, why did we crash our economy if only 30,000 people were going to die? You told us 100,000, you know. But it's like when you're a leader, when you're President Trump, when you're Governor Cuomo, when you're Gavin Newsom, you don't want people to die because of decisions that you make. And everybody would be in the same exact boat. Every, every one of us would be in the same exact boat. We wouldn't be like, oh, screw people. We need to make money. But now it's starting to turn the, the other way where it was successful. We did do all the right things. But now the narrative is, look at all this economic damage that we've caused ourselves and are and will be causing ourselves for years to come. Was it worth doing yeah. that? And that's exactly why Dr. Phil, Ugh. Dr. Oz, all these guys now are starting to do these shows. You go, you Google Dr. Oz, Google Dr. Phil. Who's the other one that used to do Love Line? Um, uh, not Adam. Blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah, not Adam Carolla, the other guy, the doc, the supposed, he's a psychiatrist or whatever he is. He's not even a real doctor. Dr. Drew? Dr. Drew. Yeah, Dr. Drew, yep. They're all starting to say the same thing, like, like we're causing more damage economically. Was this worth it? People are inside and they're feeling de- uh, alone and, and all these other things and depression and all these depression. It doesn't make numbers. any sense. It doesn't make any because sense. once we go outside again, the numbers are going to shoot way up. It doesn't make any sense because if you took Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz and all these people and you put them in Governor Cuomo's chair three weeks ago and you put them in President Trump's chair three weeks ago, they would have made the same exact decision. They're full of shit if they're if they say that they wouldn't have. The problem is you can't make everyone happy. Of course not. Of course not. And the media where it is now. The media is doing such a piss poor job because they're so much more inclined to get clicks and have engagement and have people read their articles that they have lost any sight. Like the media used to play a role in all of this. Like it used to be your job and responsibility to convey the information to the people. They've well, lost the that. Now, now there's too many opinion shows. That's where... There are all these news stations. There's people at a desk giving you the news. And then they bring on all these people to just tell you their opinion. And we just, if we got rid of those and we just stuck to giving people the news and having them decide for themselves, yeah, then it would be better. But no, you have people on each, on all the stations coming out and saying, well, this is why it's stupid. This is why it's this. This is why it's that. We don't need that. That's not news. That's opinion. Right. You're it right. should be a whole different category, a whole genre. You want to be an opinion station? Don't be on a news channel. But we, we're, we're also in this weird place through nobody's fault of their own where years ago, if you wanted to find out what the president was doing or did, you had to crack open a newspaper or you had to turn on the What's radio. Right. <laughs> you had to turn on the TV at five o'clock, right? Now, if you want to find out what Governor Cuomo was doing, you just go to his Twitter That's and it. he'll tell you, you know, yeah, so nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And of course, yes, you do need people to 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 have checks and balances in place. And you do need to question your leaders and the media should be playing that role. But you watch these press conferences and the ones with President Trump are ridiculous. <laughs> I and can't the, watch them. I can't. Even the ones with Governor Cuomo are ridiculous. Like the questions that he gets like like three days ago. Three days ago, for the first time, 
since this whole thing, again, 20 some odd thousand people dead, right? Three days ago, the, the, the curve starts to go like this. He goes, I don't know if we're in a plateau, if we're in a, like it's gonna dip a little and then rise, or if this is gonna go, we don't know, he goes. You don't know. The next day, guy, guy asks the question, do you think you made a mistake by closing down all the schools and all the government? And I'm like, and he's like, guy, we're not even, it takes three days for us to even see if these little numbers are actually true. Three days. Well, that's on, that's on the uh, reporter, but they're all doing it, but they're all doing it. Newspapers, cable news. They're all doing the same shit. And I sit there and I watch and I go, just ask there's a lot of scared people. There's a lot of people in their homes. We're raising kids. We're, you know, we're, we're working from home. We're doing this. We're doing that. We're not. Ask a good question. And this goes back to uh, should Joe Exotic get, uh, you know, yeah. get pardoned. Like, <laughs> asshole. Like, we, you know, we all, and we laughed at it too. We all pointed this and laughed. This is life and death, though. Yeah. And this is what you're doing? You know, I mean, it's absurd. It's absurd. And to turn around and ask these guys, oh, w- was this or that or that? Like, we're not even through this yet. We're not, we're not even. Yeah, this has got a long road ahead of us. And we're, we're questioning what we did last month. It's like, no, we all went inside to stop the spread. Yeah, but it, it started... Working. It started two nights ago with Tucker, Tucker Carlson's report that he did about the numbers being off and our leaders having wrong information. And then that went to last night with Dr. Phil. And like, you can just see it. You can see the tide turning. You can see the boat turning in this certain direction. And it's like, we're not even, we're not even there yet. Like, stop, go back to how can I help people with this hour of time I have on television Exactly. To get through you got people like Tucker Carlson and whoever wants to go on 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 TV and and give their opinions. They're not giving news. They're they're just coming up with theories. And it's fine. But not for if you're if people are watching, expecting news and information, they shouldn't be watching shows like that. Well, that's the problem. But but we lost cable news five years ago. I mean, we lost it five years ago and people still tune into it every single night. Like it's like it's the gospel. Well, they have to be they have to be aware of while they're watching it, even in news shows, while they're watching it, there are are times when they're giving information and then they drop their opinions in here and there. So you have to be able to be smart enough to look at what they're saying and go, all right, well, that's a fact, but that's an opinion and you can't take everything as gospel yeah uh mr phil is also trending right now yeah he's to, not a to, real doctor to change it to change him from dr phil to mr phil <laughs> he's not a doctor so anybody who thinks he's a doctor he is not mm, yep mm-hmm. yep all right frankie c anything else um i love doing these pot they're keeping me sane these podcasts i have to tell you yeah these things, my wife and my dog. It's all I need. Wow, your Not wife is order. second to the and podcast. And peanut butter. Holy cow. Not in that order. My wife, dog, and then the podcast. Um, and peanut butter. When we had Ethan on from... Three, when we had Ethan on from 8 O'Clock Shot Group, he was drinking peanut butter whiskey, and now all I see everywhere is peanut butter whiskey. Same here. You're seeing oh peanut God. butter whiskey, too? I am. What the uh, hell? Yeah, well... It's the new brother. thing. Mm-hmm. Big brother. It's, it's what so, the... 
It's what the Republicans want us to drink. Is the, <laughs> that's what it is. That damn Fox News. <laughs> I almost I almost went to work for Laura Ingram. Did I ever tell you guys that story? I think you told me that. Yeah. I did not hear this. I was I I think I did two or three interviews with her. I never met her, but I did two or three interviews with her people. Here's here's how much the world changed with with President Trump. I interviewed for her show. This was her radio show. I don't even think she she didn't have a, a a show on Fox News before the Ingram angle, I don't think. But she was doing a lot of stuff on Fox News, I think. Anyway, um, they 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 brought me in for an interview because she was doing political talk on the radio, and the guy said to me, he goes, "Political talk is waning. Nobody wants to hear it anymore." He's like, "So Laura is branching out and going to start to do more entertainment." <laughs> And other things. And she's like, that's what we're looking for. We, we need somebody who can, you know, do entertainment. And, and it was, you know, it was like for that. And I was like, okay. And I went through the whole thing. Oh, that and... would have been great. I have to say, that would have been great if she and others just went entertainment. But that's where the world, this was. Before anything. I don't even yes. know when this was, 2013 or 14. Yeah, that's where the world was then. Think about that. Yeah. That pol politics was like enough already. Let's just talk about more fun stuff. And now it's like I miss that. Now it's like wall to wall. It's like if you're on Fox and not shitting on the Democrats, you're not doing your job. And if you're on MSNBC and CNN and not shitting on the Republicans, you're not doing your job. Like it's insane how we That's just walked right over. Uh, Janine, any final thoughts other than peanut butter whiskey? Oh man, just don't watch Doctor Phil on TV. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he save Britney Spears, though? Didn't he do like a therapy session with her at one point? Years ago. He did, right? Mm-hmm. Save Britney. You got to respect him for that. Save Britney. Yeah, but how well adjusted is Britney nowadays? Did he really, did all that stuff really Actually, sink Frank, she is. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> She's doing good. Is she still under her parents' care or whatever that is? There's like a thing. No, I think that's done, but she seems to be doing quite well, actually. Good for her. Happy, you know, Britney Spears is one of those people, I'm very happy if she's successful and happy, because I kind of felt bad, a little sympathy for her when she was in, the, in her rut. Uh, and it's, you know, for celebrities, it's, it's hard, I'm sure. But I felt, I felt for her. Are you just saying that because James Hetfield is uh, in and out of... No, not at all. No, uh, someone like Britney Spears, uh, who's like almost alone in it when they come out of it. It's it's a good story. I love that. I feel bad for oh. Demi Lovato. You do. She's going through stuff now, right? Yeah. She's... Yeah. Like she's always like depressed. And she she did like an interview the other day. And it was kind of like I'm looking for somebody. Um, She's like guy or girl. I'm looking for somebody. And I was just kind of like, whoa. Like, Aw. Hey, like uh, it's. It, can't be easy when you're a celebrity to yeah to, like how you know, does date. demi lovato date you know she's got to be hooked up with other people and that's why celebrities only date celebrities you can't just ask someone out at a bar that they know who you are already and you can't trust whether or not they're after your money yeah or what nudes so if you, or what nudes or nudes. I've been I've been tweeting at John Ham to send some nudes. He hasn't answered me yet, but I'll keep you posted, Janine. All right, thank you. 
I've been for the last five years or so. But... Anything on Scar Joe? <laughs> um, what is hanging from the coat sign today, Frank? Oh, that is a mug that I got when I visited Cheers in Boston. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it is an actual Cheers mug because it's one of my favorite shows. And it's a mug from the actual Cheers. You see what I'm saying? One of my favorite shows. It's been off the air for 26 Cheers, years. Cheers, Metallica. Uh, yeah. You were caught in 1996. I'm allowed to like things. Orange soda. <laughs> Why can't I like things? Did, Arizona iced tea. Did, did you? It's good, too. <laughs> I, I'm allowed to like things. Arizona iced tea since 82. Did you pick Lomain <laughs> or Pad Thai? I can't remember. He picked Lomain. You did, didn't you? No, no, no. Because I've had Lomain a million times. I probably picked Pad Thai. Because I haven't had it that often. You haven't had Pad Thai mm. that often? You need to Not open as often up. As Lomain. I feel like your wife is a lot more open to experiences and things. Is she frustrated being married I'm open to you? To stuff. Tell her to she call is, me. She loves being, you know, trying different stuff. We go traveling. I'm sure all she the time. does. She does. But, no, she definitely errors. She, mm-hmm. Do you have yeah, to? Does she, she have to drag you? Things. Does she have to drag you around to try something new? Not at all. No, no, no. We Not go to different restaurants. Again, Frank. <laughs> all right, that was a little. That was a little personal. We have to take it to the bedroom. <laughs> Come on, a little reverse cowgirl. This one here. And <laughs> <laughs> I give her the uh, the gym from the office look. No, Aaron is, <laughs> exactly. Aaron is definitely a freak in the sheets. Missionary. She's, she's doing everything. <laughs> she's doing everything for sure. But I could just imagine her dragging you around to try new things. No, in, we, in we encourage each other. to. We go to different restaurants. We travel. We always look up new places to go to travel to. Not now, of course, but we used to. Yeah. I know. I was, I was looking at cruises and shit before this all happened. And now oh, it's I love like cruises. How could you ever get on a boat again? Now they're talking about uh, Carnival knew that all this was happening, and they were just like, "Hey, party on the Lido deck! <laughs> Keep it going." It's it. Ignore the sick people. Yeah. To be fair, I don't think they had coronavirus testing on that ship. No, but they knew something no was way. wrong. That's what the new articles are saying. They knew people okay. were sick, but who knows why? When your wife tries to get you to try new things, what's the percentage of times that you're wearing a Metallica shirt when she asks? Uh, a good 90%. Nice. We're gonna... well, nowadays, I wear t-shirts all day, so it's, this is what I wear. Tell your wife to call but, me you know, if she wants to talk about getting you, getting you out of 1998. Let's see if listen, we can do it. Listen, Dave Matthews and, and I, uh, the Islanders, that's all, you, that's all you're about, so... <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah, but I like new bands. I like, you know, I, I, I like try new, new bands too. Name a new band that you like. I like You're not allowed Dragons. Okay. Is that not new Did enough? you say Maroon 5? <laughs> I did not oh. say Maroon 5. Do you like Maroon 5? Is that your thing? No. No. You it's don't not like my Maroon thing either. You don't like the guy from Maroon 5? I don't believe that. Too skinny. Really? Too skinny. His voice, yeah, his voice is. is too high. Yeah. Mm-mm. His voice annoys me. All right. Well, this podcast has taken its toll on me. So, time to drink some peanut butter whiskey. There we go. Thank you, everybody. I'm gonna Fanta. Don't you wanna Fanta? Fanta? Don't you wanna wanna Fanta? I'm so glad that's how <laughs> this is gonna end. And that's time to go.